0: Welcome to Suddenly I Realised, the podcast that sees two hardcore fans reluctantly reassess their obsession with sex in the city.
1: We can't help but wonder,
0: has Carrie Bradshaw
1: finally fallen off her manolos and her pedestal? Have we lost the will to carry on? I'm Mary Fogarty. And I'm Vanessa Kyo, And we're off. Are we? (laughs) Shit. Yay, we're off. How Vanessa. are you, Maz? I'm good, Vanessa. How are Sorry, you? Sorry, I have to move my chair. I wasn't ready. I mean, my legs are... I'm spread-eagled. Hang on a
0: sec. <laughs> She's not <laughs> spread-eagled. Don't ruin it for them. Don't ruin the illusion.
1: alienate the male listeners, the straight ones, of which we have none. Sorry, no, we do. We do. We do. We've, well, at least one. We've, we've three, I think. At least three. Yeah. Uh, how's your week? So so
0: yeah, let's not go into this. Why do we bother? Why can't we just <laughs> go into the fucking podcast? I'm trying to find Don't. a reason to segue into Berg Blonde's uh, very kind information. Oh yeah, we well, then just thank her for the kind information. She answered our query. We wondered, what the hell is the deal with laundry day? In the States. What's the deal with that? And kindly, Berg Blond answered and said that it's true. A lot of people in apartments in the States do not have washing machines. I imagine if Carrie would buy one less pair of Manolos, <laughs> that chance, uh, she could afford an apartment-sized one. And when Berg Blonde was a single gal in her first apartment, she would have to make the awful trip to the laundromat with the other loathsome poor Americans. So laundry day is definitely a thing. But it shouldn't really be a thing for Carrie Bradshaw. Because she's minted. She's
1: not at this stage. Not at Series 2, Episode 6. She's doing okay. She's doing okay, Maz. I mean, she's going to the best parties. She is buying a lot of shoes.
0: But she's on the, those lists. The, like, invitations to things. Yeah, but that would save you Oh, that you gives her extra for, money. It yeah. does. When you work, like, it's like when you get the free shit that we don't get.
1: That brings me to my next point. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you don't have to spend money in boots. Like, I go into boots and I spend at least 80 euros. Every fucking time. Every time you go in for toothpaste and a plaster, and you come out <laughs> with like two moisturizers, bags. cleansers, mm-hmm. toners. You don't need any of them.
0: As long as it has the word miracle on the bottle or in the ad, exactly. Done. Deal. Done. Shut up and take my money. Absolutely. But on the point of getting free stuff, getting invited to things. Uh our local hostelry has ignored our plea for sponsorship. I think we should have tagged them in. I did. Did you? And yeah. I tagged at the Martello and said that it's about time they sponsored us or at least sent us something. Now, to be specific, if you send up a bottle of wine or a pint of Guinness. I don't want a pint of Guinness. Well, for me, you want Prosecco, I assume. I, I don't or a want cocktail. To, yeah, a cocktail. Send us up something nice. And maybe a cake. But we've already given them free advertising. You know where I live. I know we're kind of bashing them now. Well, and we'll continue bashing them until we get what we bloody want. Send us stuff. Listen, John, Brendan. All of you. Send us stuff. Or anyone. You know my address.
1: Or anyone at all. Send us stuff. Anybody. Yeah, please. Thank you. I also have to give a big shout out to Iris.
0: Hi, Iris. Our
1: biggest fan who is recuperating in hospital. So we love you, Iris. Get well soon, Iris. Get well soon, Iris. Do you know who I reminded myself of then? <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Jerry Halliwell left the band? <gasps> Never And forget. they all went on the national lottery. Uh, <laughs> and there was only like, there was four of them and they were like really kind of, you know, it was so contrived and false and awkward. We knew there was something, a brew. They were just, mm. you know, overly enthusiastic and I can't remember who the presenter was because I just I just knew I was in shock because I knew something wasn't right with me waters. And Mel, they basically concocted this little story that Jerry was sick. And Mel C just looked straight at the camera and she was just like, you you know, she was looking at her. This was for Jerry Hallowell, you bitch. Where are you? And she said, so get well soon, Jerry, And I was so disingenuous. And I said, something's up.
0: Ooh. That girl's not sick. Would you do that to me? Say, get well soon, Mary. Yeah. A pox on you. Are you suggesting that Iris is. No, she's
1: not. She's, no. no. I just reminded myself of
0: Melcy. Um, she's my favourite listener.
1: Melcy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Thanks, Mel. <laughs> okay, season two, episode seven. The chicken's <laughs> <laughs> you Liverpoolian.
0: Like I'm Channelling Melcy. Mm-hmm. Channelling Kim Catral. Kim Catral. <laughs> Liverpoolian roots. Mm. We open. And Grand Central Station, which I recognised immediately because I was there. Yes, with your boyfriend, not with your friend. You're, yeah. you're supposed to go with, aka me, but that's fine. Bros before hoes, according to Mary Fogarty. Well, I will say if people would subscribe at patreon.com forward slash suddenly I realised, our trip to NYC will become a reality. Yes. Thank you. Now, Carrie is opining that she loves an El stash. She loves the statistic. She's very good. I wonder where she gets her statistics. <laughs> <With> Wikipedia. <laughs> or do you just make them up? The census.
1: No one is going to check. Like people who are reading Vogue are not going to go and check.
0: Maybe they would. Maybe a statistician could be reading Vogue and go, I'm not sure about that. I doubt they even read her fucking articles, to be honest. There are over 7 million people in New York, she says. And the visitors are part of the economy. Because most single people, this is so stupid.
1: She's like a little economist, David Williams, like
0: Williams, 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 McWilliams, McWilliams. David David (laughs) Williams. David (laughs) David (laughs) Williams, if you'd like to come on the show, or David McWilliams, or Matt Lucas, especially Matt Lucas, you're all welcome. Anyway, David McWilliams. So Carrie McWilliams is saying most single people don't buy furniture or pictures until a visitor is coming which is insane.
1: Which is bullshit. (laughs) It's nonsense. All her monologues are nonsense. Like they're just nonsensical. And she does she just makes up shit puts it down on paper and we all go oh yeah that makes sense of
0: course. So nobody in New York buys a stitch of furniture until they get a visitor. Live out of a box like bullshit. uh, Sleep on a mattress on the floor like Moby. Until there's a visitor coming. So uh, what Moby did? Yeah, but he had this, like, if you saw his Cribs episode, he just had this minimalist life. Oh, stop. On That's just annoying. What
1: a waste. Waste. What's he doing with his money then? Probably putting it back into the music, I would say. Well, you can put it back into our podcast if you want to subscribe, Moby. Yeah, exactly. Sorry guys if that doesn't make sense because we had to stop because Mary had a conniption so and we're too lazy to rewind and see what we said and we can't remember. We know it's something about Moby. Sweet can. <laughs> anyway. So first New Yorkers or Americans don't have washing machines and now they
0: don't buy furniture. Broke Blonde please enlighten us. Our consultant stateside. Anyways. We will be getting Berg Blonde on, by the way. Oh yes, Berg Blonde,
1: sorry, life got in the way, but yeah, she'll be coming onto our podcast very soon. If you still want to. She probably hates us now. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we just were very bad with our, um, fulfilling our commitments, but we are going to,
0: and you guys are going to love her. She's nuts. It's the new us and Berg. Um. So Miranda has a friend coming to stay, so therefore she gets, obviously... An interior designer.
1: An interior designer, <laughs> not a fucking fold-out bed. An interior designer.
0: Yeah. Like who is this guy? So Madeline Dunn is the designer, an up-and-coming interior designer. over here, and she's does doing, that mean cheap? Uh, I assume so because she's not very good. No, she's not. <laughs> uh, first of all, she hands Miranda. We cut to Ma- Miranda's apartment. Obviously, I don't know why I said obviously. We, we have to tell you that we cut to Miranda's apartment. And Madeline is there and hands her a gross frog statue. Three little frogs in a little circle. I think it's cute. I
1: do not like it. It's grotesque, but it's it's, it's grey gardeny. I kind of like it. It is.
0: It's totally grey gardens. Yeah, yeah, completely.
1: Yeah. Um, I bet you that the, the makers of that particular piece will send it to us. Hopefully, and her we will welcome was mad. it. <laughs> Anyway We had
0: quite the row um, Okay So Carrie is there too um, Mad- Madeline is just Faffing around Trying to decorate You know Put that side table there And all of this shite And this is all just very weird Just furnish your own apartment You weirdo
1: And I was like thinking Because I forgot about this episode I mean I forgot The storyline And I was like yeah. What are they leading up to
0: mm. There's method in there Madness And I couldn't remember it Took me a while uh, I also a Great storyline, by the way. <laughs> I also recognize Madeleine. I looked her up and she's just in loads of things, but she's in like law and order here and there. You know, that kind of thing, that kind of part. Look, she's a working actress. Yeah. She's, well, she's got I plenty of work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So we hear that Miranda needed a sofa bed for Jeremy, an old friend who had been in London and is coming to New York. And Miranda, because she fancies him, suggested that he be her house guest. So meanwhile, we hear Carrie had become a frequent house guest of Biggs. And I, what I've written here is, oh God, this is the Toothbrush storyline. Oh God, I know. I know, where Carrie forgets her toothbrush
1: (sighs) conveniently. And she does, like, I think Carrie is just so caught up in her own lies and she's really, like, she believes her own lies when she kind of realises she's lost her toothbrush. Mm. Even though he doesn't see her reaction, it's like she's doing the reaction to herself. She's method method so mm-hmm. instead of just kind of you know doing these kind of side glances kind of oh now is the time i tell him i don't have a toothbrush and does he have a spare she's really so deep in the lie that it's become real like oh if i look at my bag will i find this toothbrush oh no i've lost my toothbrush i didn't bring my toothbrush she really convinced herself that she forgot her toothbrush by well, accident
0: that's a good way to speak no to serve as <laughs> a lie yeah, but he can't see her. But to just always be in the it's light It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Like serial killers do that. Mm. Um. So she asks Big, she's in his bathroom wearing a nice nightie and accidentally on purpose, has no toothbrush. And says, do you have a spare toothbrush I could use? She's washing her face also, which as if like, she's I having a sleepover with your boyfriend. She's not going to take off your makeup. Like, exactly. Come on. So he comes in and he gives her a toothbrush head for his electric one, and the woman nearly dies of happiness. She is beyond thrilled. She's ecstatic. There was only one pink brush head we hear in voiceover, and Big was giving it to me. Oh please! I'd say some bitch had that upper fanny
1: the night before. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> uh, I, there's some
0: carries very ill. Very ill. Well, what she says next would, would would confirm what you've said. It was the single most encouraging moment in our relationship. That's really sad. It's really sad.
1: Because yeah. it means nothing to him. No. I mean, if it was his dead mother's toothbrush or something, you kind of go, okay, thanks a million. Oh, that's really sweet. But like, no. It's
0: just a toothbrush. Like, if you were staying over with Al Nick, he'd give you a toothbrush if you had one. Of course Anybody would Some tinder yolk Anybody would Yeah it's, it's no big deal If you were staying over in my house And you didn't bring your toothbrush And I had a spare I'd give you the spare She's it would very would no hassle like No she's very disturbed And it doesn't indicate Anything other than Oh yeah No problem Like here you go That's a favour he's just going to throw
1: it in the bin The next day Like he doesn't give a shit no. This means nothing But she's ecstatic He's just breadcrumbing her. And it's, Any little kind
0: gesture, which is a normal gesture actually from a human being. Yeah. She just laps it up. Well, it indicates that he must be so terrible most of the time that the tiniest little gesture of goodwill I is... Don't,
1: I don't think he is terrible. I say he buys dinner every single time they go out. Mm. He pays for everything. Mm. Um, I say he's very kind to her. I don't think he's that bad. He just doesn't want to commit to her. Yeah. And she's choosing to go down this road. And reading into the significance of a toothbrush. And he's not like he's not even thinking, oh, shit, if I give her this, will she you think I'm into her or that I want to marry her? I don't think he's thinking. I think he's just a normal individual,
0: because if you gave me your toothbrush, I I don't think I'd read into it. No. And also he could be thinking, well, we're about to go to bed. And I need this woman to brush her teeth. Yeah, because last time she (laughs) fucking farted, (laughs) she's a dirty bitch. Anyway. Uh, so we leave them there for now. Yeah. We're in, going on about in, the toothbrush giving it more weight than it needs. In romantic bliss given the yeah. toothbrush scenario. Uh, we cut to Miranda's apartment. Speaking of nutcases. <laughs> Jeremy has arrived. And apparently he's adorable. He says, I love your flat. Because of course he has been to London. Oh. So he oh, says flat instead of apartment. That's so sexy. Yeah. They're having a nice glass of wine. Um, He's saying that he's tired of dating and he's ready to get married. But you're not ready to get married because you've no one to get married to. It's crazy, it's, isn't it? It's like, you OK, so. Like you can say, so I'm
1: tired. I haven't met the right person. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm just dating all these plebs. I don't find a connection or they don't like me or, you know, I'd like to find something meaningful. But you don't necessarily want to get married because you haven't met the person. But he's literally saying the next person I set eyes on, I'm going to marry. Like it's like some fairy tale, like
0: fucking Rumplestiltskin and fucking Rapunzel or something. It's it's weird. And for some reason, Miranda's thrilled because she assumes that he's going to marry her, even though she doesn't know him from a crow. Who is he anyway? How come they're friends? No idea. Um, were they just texting or something, or
1: was he a work colleague? Oh, I don't care. So, an old I don't friend. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Yeah, we just hear earlier on that it's an old friend. We don't know why. I'm um, sorry, if a man said that to me, I'd just be like, oh, get out. Get out. You?
1: you and the frogs, get out. <laughs> no, I, I find it such a turn off. I want to get married. No man really wants to get married. Do you think so? I I mean, like, they might eventually, but I don't think a man is like, that's my goal. I think if they meet the right person, they'll go, yes. actually,
0: yeah, I do want to marry this person. <laughs> so it's bullshit. He's a weirdo. Um. Anyway, stupid Madeline turns up and steals him away from... Uh I was about to say Carrie.
1: Listen, if Magda From turned Miranda. up, she
0: would have stolen stolen him away. Yeah.
1: Anyone, yeah. like you said, it was like, whoever crosses that threshold, I shall put a ring on
0: their finger and they shall pick their finger on a spinning wheel. Oh yeah, or like there was a love potion. potion yeah. that he took and it's supposed to be the next person you see. But the next person you saw was Madeline. Yeah. And she has a table with there and they bond over the design. Um Lucky escape Miranda, like they're yeah. so boring. Well, she's
1: hardly fucking Bruce Forsyth, but anyway. <laughs> Bruce Forsyth. I think
0: he's very entertaining. I love I. Brucey. May he rest in peace. Oh, um, Jesus! If he if he turns out to be a hashtag me too, I swear to God. Oh no, no, he's he's can't. It would have happened already because he died. If you like a Jimmy Savile, yeah. Oh, they would all crawl out the woodwork.
1: But then there's nothing to gain.
0: But the truth. Do you know what I mean? I think if it really happened... Let's not jinx it. <gasps> Or if if it happened to Angela Lansbury. It came out of the woodwork. If they came out of the
1: woodwork. The woodwork and the bed knobs. The kids and the bed knobs and broomsticks.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope That's a whole new meaning, doesn't it? Anyway, no, Angela wouldn't be like that. Or if it was, yeah, Angela, no, she wouldn't be like that. And would Brucey. Brucey bonus. We could get cancelled now if they are. Uh, well we're just hoping they're not like we're yes, not saying just we would it out in the universe that they're not yeah R.I.P. I'd be very very, and Angie. very 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 disappointed um, if it turned out that Bruce was a nonce right anyway <laughs> yeah. Miranda is not Brucey um, where are we oh yeah so Jeremy invites Mads to join him and Miranda for dinner and Miranda becomes the third wheel in this she's situation she's such a cock blocker she isn't, she isn't. Like, she was supposed to be going for a meal with this guy and... He's a prick. Your man or your woman is stealing him away. But also, like, once you're there, you're in the situation, you're at the dinner table, you realise they fucking you fancy I mean. each just other. That's No, you I just
1: go. I'm not saying leave. she's a cock blocker because she went for dinner. Like, obviously, yeah. she probably wasn't like, oh, this is weird, like, fucking fairy tale potion shit. You know, he just kind of maybe liked her. She yeah. She could see that, you know, they were hitting it off hitting it off Mm. and then went along to dinner and then just thought oh no look they're ignoring me Mm -hmm. I am a third wheel I'm gonna go but she doesn't and she does eventually she does
0: eventually but like they basically want to hang out together but she tries to uh, get Jeremy to leave with her and he's having none of it like no and it turns out that Madeline has a key to Miranda's apartment because Miranda's like, Oh, you have to come with me because I don't have a spare key to give you and Madeline's like,
1: I have a key. <laughs> but sorry, Madeline, if you had a key, why did you knock on the door in the first place? Is it? So she Lord. leaves
0: Miranda finally leaves, thank God, and leaves them to their joy. A week later, Miranda threw Jeremy a going away party. Why? Like, it's a week later. He's and he's way... obviously been hanging out with Madeline. Let her throw the like party. Like, going away from her apartment. Yeah. Like, he's not... Oh, anyway.
1: And it's not like she's, like, the hostess of the mostess. Like, she's having fucking parties left, right and centre. <gasps> um. Like, it's pointless. Like, you have a visitor. You don't... Like, for a week, you don't give
0: them a going away party. Especially when they kind of have snubbed you. Well, he's obviously spent all his time with Madeline And hasn't been hanging out with Miranda. So, like... It's like, yeah, good luck. Uh, so, Bloody Jeremy gives a speech, thanking Miranda. And then he announces that he and Madeline are engaged. They've known each other for how long, Vanessa? Week. A solid week. And they are engaged. Miranda is rightfully horrified. Um, The four gals, then, are sitting on the stoop. Oh, looking amazing, by the way. Uh, Miranda is bemoaning what's just happened. And Carrie makes it about her. Yeah. (laughs) So weird. And three, two, one. Big. (laughs) Big. She made this about her. And the fucking toothbrushes. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte says it's encouraging because even if you're not dating anyone, you could end up being engaged in a few weeks. Not a good idea, Charlotte, first of all. No, it's not. It's not going to last. I mean, you know, Jeremy and Madeline,
1: you know, they're both insipid, wishy-washy, whatever. (laughs) Um, they're not gonna last. No, they're not. No. And why can't they just talk about that for like twenty minutes? Why does Carrie
0: have to fucking make it about her? Why she's can't been she thinking, stop? Like, how? How can I? How can I? How can I make this about me? What can I do? Can um,
1: I don't even think she's thinking how she can make it about her. It just—it's like breathing. They could be talking about fucking ice skating, and she'd be like, "Yeah, well, I'm skating on thin ice with big." <laughs> yes.
0: Like. She doesn't care. She doesn't even have to do a proper segue. No. So Charlotte makes her remark and Carrie says, well, you could be dating someone a year and be thrilled to get an electric toothbrush head. There's a little bit of self-awareness there, actually, that she realises that she's ridiculously thrilled. She's psychotic. (laughs) Uh, Samantha doesn't know why everybody is so obsessed with wanting to be married. Married people want to be single again, she said. I don't think they do. I think they're smug."
1: I think they are smug, and I think there are some who, you know, they they lament the times, the lost times of when I can't speak English. They lament the lost times. Am I like James Joyce? They lament. No, but I'll tell you who it is later on. (laughs) <laughs> no, they're what you know, they think of the grass is greener and they're like, Oh, do you remember the time we did this and I was yeah. single and I danced naked on the table? But they don't really want that. No, and
0: then when they hear their single friends' kind of horror stories about Tinder and dating, whatever, they go, Oh, I'm so glad I'm yeah. not doing wouldn't that. They would not be able to date, they're just mm-hmm. waiting for their spouse to die. <laughs> <Do you laughs> that's
1: so I mean? romantic. Um, so well, you put that in the speech.
0: Oh, the speech. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I liked what you did there. Mm hmm. Uh, some fella turns up looking for Jeremy's engagement party <laughs> It's suddenly turned into And Samantha's like Oh, I was going to leave because there's no handsome men But maybe the tide is turning And follows your man And you're,
1: it's so obvious they're just walking off the set like, yeah. Do you think that And then there's the What do you call that person that makes the sound effects Like the way I'm doing now <laughs> yeah. Of the clip-clop heels okay, What do you Coen? call them? The bogeyman? No. Sound
0: designer? No, it's a it's a job. I don't know. Best boy. Christ.
1: No, I know it. <laughs> Fucking
0: hell. Well, I clearly don't because I said best boy, which I don't know no, what the best not boy No, it's not best does. boy.
1: It's someone, it's like not a bogeyman. I don't know why I'm saying a bogeyman because I say boogeyman, but
0: like, <laughs> I'm Googling it, Mary. You, you carry on now. Entertain, entertain the troops. Okay, so, uh, Miranda is miffed, really, that her apartment is Lucky for everybody but her. And she blames Charlotte for introducing her to Madeline. Why not me, says Miranda. Am I invisible? And then the doorman is like, Can I help you? <laughs> She's like she says I live here, which is Poor quite funny. Miranda. Yeah. Um so we cut to Carrie's gaff. And she says, that night I needed a reality check. So what do you do she when rings. you need a reality check? That night. She, she every rings. fucking waking moment, sorry, is when you need a reality yeah. check. And what do you do when you require a reality check? You ring your, your half a boyfriend. <laughs> she rings big in the middle of the night and wakes him up. And she says, uh, "Oh, I was at a party, and two people who met a week ago announced they're engaged. Isn't that shocking?" And he's like, "No, he doesn't care."
1: But first of all, I hate her telephone manner. I hate the way she rings people. And there's—I don't think there's caller ID. She's ringing on a landline, ringing his landline, I think. And there's no hi. Are you? Can you talk? It's just. So what do you do if like, there's no introduction? Launches in self-indulgent shit, which is basically her just going, commit to me, you know, give me, you know, affirmation. Just, just please validate me. She's just fishing for compliments. She's, she's
0: desperate for commitment. And he's asleep. Do you know what? The first thing I'd say, if somebody wanted to get me to commit to them, I'd be like, if you ever ring me again. When I'm asleep and wake me up for no good reason, this is over. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Virgos don't like interruptions. They don't
1: like... Like if it's an emergency, that's yeah. fine. But, but this not... is an emergency for her. For this fucking case. <laughs> this is an emergency. Yeah. And all she wants is validation. She wants him to go, do you know what, Carrie? Now that I've been thinking about it in the last 10 seconds after you woke me up from my sex dream... I do want to commit to you I I actually should have proposed to you three weeks into the relationship
0: that's what she wants to hear and it's so transparent as well yeah like there's nothing discreet here about this Uh, but he does he starts just trying to distract her by saying what are you wearing and stuff
1: but But that's normal like that's the only acceptable acceptable (laughs) that's the only acceptable (laughs) that's the only acceptable phone call
0: I think you'll find it's acceptable (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you can receive booty call maybe thought, yeah still or like, uh, your whole family's dead do you know what I mean there's yeah, two exactly
1: yeah
0: and then she goes oh yeah do you believe in love at first sight like and he goes well I not believe. with you bitch <laughs> yeah. I believe in lusted for his sight, he says, and then continues to try and sex her or whatever sex call her. And she goes, were you asleep when I called? Obviously, he was asleep. I thought that, of course he was. <laughs> it's the middle of the night, new head case. Like, like he has got his fake job to go to tomorrow. Uh, he says, don't worry about it. Next time, be at the door naked, which is fine. I'd be happy enough with that response.
1: Yeah, he's fine. See, I don't, I think you'd be very ratty. If I was woken up, I would. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. I can fall back asleep really quickly. So I'd kind yeah. of find, oh,
0: this person's obsessed with me. It depends. I right. would feed my ego now. So if somebody rang and was like, I just love you so much and I wanted to hear your voice. I'd be like, oh, that's nice. If they were like, hey, I was at this party and what do you think of this? I'd be like, first of all, you're drunk. Secondly, I was asleep. Go away. Yeah, but he, I think...
1: She's not really looking for fodder for her crappy article. She oh, wants. certainly not. No. So I think he'd know that. I think oh, he's yeah. like, oh, here's this one again. She's yeah. mad about me. And yeah. he indulges her because she might come over and he might yeah. have a bit of a semi-horn. You know, if she's not going to come over, it's no big deal. he get his cocks up tomorrow. So,
0: yeah. That's what I think anyway. And you're right. Do you want to hear the riddle of the Sphinx for this week? Go on. In a city as cynical as New York... Is it still possible to believe in love at first sight? Did you see me channel Carrie? Oh gosh! Wow, there's just so many layers to that one. Yeah.
1: Is it possible? At first sight. Cynical. I mean, I know, yeah, it's a bit of a. I know it's a cliche, but like, she just takes it to this different level where she has a way of putting words together that you know it just really triggers. So many thoughts. (laughs) So many missed opportunities. There's so much in there to dissect.
0: So I know you. So I know that you're being sarcastic, but I'm not sure. Well, you're a very good actress. Very good. Not as good as Carrie when she pretended she lost her toothbrush. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, that was particularly crap riddle. That was a crap riddle. Uh, uh, Come on. Like,
0: who cares? Like, no, no, shut up. Yeah, shut up. And then... To add insult to injury, we have a stupid montage. Well, I thought they were done with these. I know we are, but I thought they stopped doing them. They did, and I think when they have a few seconds to fill, because it has to be a certain length, the programme has to be a certain Mm. length for the TV. (laughs) Nice. Could they not have thrown in a couple of
1: pauses or, I don't know... You know, her walking down the street and hailing yeah. the cab and going, God damn it! Or something.
0: You, I'm walking here! Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'd Really, a montage? Do you think that the writers are on a kind of a, a rotation and one of them really likes this?
1: They love the montages yeah. and then when that person's sick, the other person's
0: like, no montages! No fucking montages. Right, anyway, we've spent more time than we should have yeah. on a stupid montage. It's about love at first sight. Hates it. Okay, we cut to Carrie, who for some reason has met up with Madeline. I wrote that as well. Why is Carrie with Madeline? During what appears to be a wedding planning session, Madeline is barking instructions at the planner, and Carrie is like, Oh, I found out what it's like to spend an hour in the presence of absolute certainty because Madeline knows what she wants and she wants a perfect wedding. Charlotte is apparently a bridesmaid. So, did Charlotte lend Madeline to Miranda? She introduced them. Okay, so they're
1: obviously friends. Madeline and Charlotte are friends. I don't know if they're now, that close. Now. Why is Madeline with Carrie?
0: It, it's not specified. and well, we She have, obviously wants her to write something. We've seen before for the wedding that Carrie uh, interviews people who she might not be friends with or she might have come, stumbled across and she, she chats to them to get more information for the column. So we have seen this, but it's not specified here. Miranda is looking after the guest book on the day we hear. On the big date. Like, do these people even know this woman? Like, why would your client, your interior design client, be in the wedding? Or her friend, who's a writer? And Madeline is like, you're my favourite writer. I'm such a fan. Will you write a poem? She's not a poet.
1: But, like, she's, she's not even a writer. She's definitely
0: not a poet.
1: You're my favourite writer. This person who like has no books out just writes a column. You're yeah, my favourite. You're my favourite. Fucking Charlotte Bronte or Jane Austen or Charles Dickens or Daphne Maurier or Roshan Ingle. Jackie Collins. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd ask any of them before <sighs> fucking Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. But um and also what, what like fair enough, you're inviting your, your client whose house, the apartment you furnished for the guest who you're marrying well, you're not going to ask this person to stand at a fucking pulpit with a, a book for guests to sign. Encouraging go, you know people what I mean? to sign no, the guest book. now. that's not what yeah. you do. Like, no. No. Would you ask your plumber to fucking, you know, be responsible for the confetti? Come <laughs> to my wedding because actually you did fix our toilet when we you know were really stressed. And that's how we met. Um, but. Yeah, will you will you walk me down the fucking aisle?
0: I could do with the, someone to walk me down the aisle.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll do if you want. Ah, as your brother,
0: are you getting married? Maybe someday. No, you're not. Don't be silly. <laughs> Get those pipe dreams out of your head. Okay. So we cut to Carrie and the girls having—I want to say brunch, but some meal. I don't know. She's Carrie is bemoaning the fact that she has to read this poem, write this poem. And she says, how do you say no to someone who asks you to be involved in their wedding? Well, Carrie, you just say no. Do you like the cast of Grange Hill did in the 80s? Just say no. Just say
1: no. Just say no. That was lovely. Thank you. I'll cut that out because I don't like when I sing. I love it. But just say no. Nancy Reagan said, just say no. But you don't know this person. You, don't, you just say no, it's fine. Just say, oh, I can't. I'm I'm away. I'm going to Bali. You can even say, no, I, I don't want to. No, well, they know she's not working. <laughs> but just, just say no. I don't know, you love. I don't,
0: I don't I know. Yeah. And you wouldn't even have to hide on the day. You know the way if you say, oh, like I'm not going to be around. And then you have to stay in the it's house. Not like grey or something. Yeah, yeah, in case you're seen it's on New the street. New York. Uh, Miranda the Dope is also bemoaning the fact that she's involved. Just like, say no, why, Miranda. Why did they create this, You're a Samantha? fucking lawyer. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Uh, so Samantha, thankfully, pipes up and says that she might have to get married. Because it turns out the guy she picked up at Miranda's party, when she was. Uh, I was trying to think of a euphemism for sex. When she was having sex with him. Yeah. She- <laughs> you should write that poem, Mary. <laughs> Forget Jackie Collins. They we were bumping uglies. She realised that he was very familiar. She'd slept with him before. And he thought uh, they were playing the sexy stranger game. He remembered her. Mm, that sounds good, though. Yeah. Um, But, like, is that a bad thing? It's like having sex Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's six Alzheimer's um, six Alzheimer's well as Carrie tells us uh, we're not in double digits anymore yeah with Samantha's it's just, yeah she might forget a couple of them and he says uh, the guy says to Samantha yeah it was about 15 years ago so basically she's run out of people to fuck she's fucked New York yeah but is it a problem if you don't remember
1: you can just do them all again yeah should sure I it to be you know Sex a new, Alzheimer's, <laughs> a new experience. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you should count your
0: blessings. Do you know who thinks there's something wrong with it?
1: No idea. Obviously, Charlotte. Charlotte does.
0: Of course, she does. She's disgusted. She keeps a list. Um, Samantha's no time for that, and she just says, "I'm officially out of meant fuck. I'll have to get married or move." And Carrie says, "Can I use that in the poem?" Which is actually quite funny.
1: Yeah, good line, Carrie. Yeah. Um. Is Charlotte like twelve? Well, no, she shouldn't be having sex at twelve.
0: Sorry. Oh, her list. For Her
1: list. Eighteen, um, or seventeen actually. Is Charlotte seventeen? With oh, her stupid list. Um, I'd say she puts it in her box with the name Shayla. Oh, she does. And her pasta shells. Yeah. Bloody list. Here's Shayla. Here's a list of men that your mother shagged. I wonder will
0: she put her next conquest on the list.
1: She should give it to Rose, or Rock, or Lily, or all
0: three. <laughs> yeah, look how much of a slut
1: I was. You're girls not, around you're not children. that cool girls, boy. <laughs> Tell you children.
0: Okay, anyway. So, yeah. should we hear about Charlotte's bridesmaid dress. So, she was told she could pick her own dress, it just had to be black, and she said it's really nice, it's backless, and it's satin. And Samantha, of all people, says that sounds very sexy for a bridesmaid. Uh, Charlotte goes mad and says she's been demure seven times and this time people are going to look at me. That's really not the way a bridesmaid is supposed to think. No, Charlotte. (laughs) But it's not, like, it is Um, the bride's day. And and also, Charlotte,
1: just say no. Like, just say no. Just say no. You're not that pally with this woman. We've never heard of her before. It's fine. You're never going to see her again now that she's married to Jeremy. So just say no. Yeah. Um, I've written BPD, so I don't know if I'm referring to Charlotte Hmm. or Carrie, if this is now referring to what's to come. Hmm. Who's got borderline personality disorder?
0: Besides me. Well, Charlotte. Is it? She kind of acts like a bit of a maniac there now. It could be Carrie, though. everyone's going to look at me.
1: Yeah, it could be Carrie. I don't know. I don't know what I meant. I need to start making my notes more structured or spider diagrams or something. I'm just putting things everywhere. What about a mind map? Mind map. Bullet yeah. points. No, it's just a mess. That's my brain. It's very chaotic. Um. Yeah, anyway, I don't know what Charlotte's issue is. Um. I don't know what any other issues are. Which is going to look
0: hot in the bridesmaid dress anyway. Phew. Which is a fair thing. So we cut to Carrie. Of course. Who is in bed with Big? A oh, more hilarious banter between the two of them. She makes the mistake we hear of telling Big about the poem. And of course, he does he say, oh, that's that's really nice. And what are you going to write about? No, he mocks her. And he's like, love, dove, glove.
1: Yeah. Was it fuzzy glove or fuzzy duck or
0: something? Fuzzy glove. Duck, duck, goose. Yeah. Uh, he's not in a shirt. So he's changed his costume to a t-shirt yeah. and trackies. He's more comfortable Um, now. He knows he has her. He says, when is this wedding? And she's like, why do you care? You're not going. Yes, I am, he says. I wouldn't miss this for the world. Just Uh, mind games because she didn't ask him. Were you invited? She didn't ask him. And that kind of
1: hurts. at the ego because he's like, hang on, this woman should be begging me. Normally she's begging me and going, is there any way? I mean, you know, I mean, we don't even have to go together. And she hasn't because she's just mm. so fucking broken and she just knows he's going to say no. So he's like, do you know what? I'm going to mix this up a bit. I'm going to ask her about the wedding. Mm. And I'm going to tell her I'm actually going to go. And she's going to be so shocked and over the moon. And then I'm going to pl- mess with her head again, like I always do.
0: Mm. And reader, He did, yes. So four weeks later, it's the big day. Things with big were good, we hear. Brilliant. He was actually going with me to a wedding. Don't wow. be so grateful. Like, that's a kind of minimum standard. They've been together over a year. I mm-hmm. know. Uh, he turns up anyway, and he does look very nice in his tux. She looks very pretty, has a nice dress. Obviously, though, he's refusing to sign the bloody card like they're both invited just sign the card and then she's like oh well your name was on the invitation and he's like oh how did they get my name because Carrie told them your name you're you're in a relationship what's your
1: fella's name like oh it's 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 Mr. Big it's John Preston spoiler alert okay it's not a big deal no and oh, yeah. it obviously is a big deal to him. Like, if he was really that nonchalant, he wouldn't even ask. He wouldn't even be just like, okay, well, I'm not marrying this person. I don't care if I'm on a fucking crappy card or yeah. an invitation. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. But obviously, because he's playing these mind games with her and he's gaslighting her, he's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be on how, how did they get my name? You gave them my name. Yeah. Like, you're really ill. I mean, she is ill for other reasons.
0: But, but to expect attendance at a wedding as a couple it's not out. it's not beyond the bounds of reason and it's not the fucking
1: riddle of the sphinx big do you know what I mean not like uh, in a cynical city like New York do (coughs) you even lust at first sight or whatever Shite she was banging on about like she gave them your
0: name but also Madeline is friends with Charlotte Charlotte is Madeline's bridesmaid or maybe Charlotte Madeline is doing the the list and she's like Charlotte what's Carrie's boyfriend's name oh it's John Preston Oh, thanks. Done. Exactly. They've been together over a year. It's That's probably more likely. a perfectly normal thing to do.
1: Or it could be Miranda. Or maybe Miranda or Madeline's going into Miranda's gaff to take back the frogs. And is like, oh, yeah, you know your friend Carrie, who's my favourite writer, by the way. Mm. Um, What's her fella's name? Oh, it's John Preston. And
0: wouldn't they be in the society pages?
1: Who? Carrie and Big. I don't know if they would be right now. I know she's Madeline's favorite rider, but she's not that.
0: It'd be an RSV prolific.
1: They would the be a launch, yeah. They would things. be. Which yeah. is in New
0: York. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it, it, it's not even a, a topic of conversation. It's normal. And do you know what would be weird if you were with somebody for a year and you received the or more, and you receive an invitation to something, and it says Vanessa plus guest. Would you not be
1: like... Oh, listen, it's happened. His name it's is happened. I, uh, yeah. beep. <laughs> yeah. No, it's happened. Do you know? Has it? It has happened. And there's been, you know, plus ones and partner and stuff like that. And you kind of... But that's other people's issue. And I don't... I See, I don't really They've care. just forgotten their yeah, name. It's, it's fine. fine. Don't give a bollocks, Mary. You know me. I'm fucking mad. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, it obviously is... It, I don't think it really bothers him. I just think he's using it... To to poke at her and yeah. to you know those things that she's just been to as she said things are going well with big and it's time to rock the boat yeah we've given uh, a lot of weight so I think we should move on
0: yeah and we'll move on to the fancy wedding and it's very nice there's somebody's playing the harp people are dressed up and Miranda is pathetic. Standing at the guest book again. Do you want to sign the guest book? People know how a guest yeah, book works. Yeah, there doesn't need to be a person. Again, I don't know. If this you is see an American the book. Thing. It's on a plinth. There's a pen yeah. beside it. You sign the thing. Done. What did, yeah, what do I call it? Not a plinth. I called it something earlier. I'm probably wrong. No, you're right. Am I, I called it a pulpit. <laughs> pulpit. <laughs> I meant
1: plinth. Anyway, you don't need synth to be on the plinth, and there's no need for there's, it It's unnecessary.
0: No. Um, I just want to take a moment here. To note, Samantha looks incredible. She looks fabulous. She always looks fabulous. She's up to a notch even here. Her dress, her hair. She's just the perfect woman. Uh, she tells us her rerun is here. The guy from the party. Um, so she's a bit traumatised by that. Carrie asks Miranda... Should she be bothered by the fact that Big wouldn't sign the card? Yes, is the answer. But also, would you ever look after your friend here? You know, she's pathetic at this stupid guest book. You'd say to her, get away from the
1: plinth and come come and get a drink. That's what you'd say. Let's go. But But she's not even... um, She's just
0: focused on the fact that Big wouldn't sign the card. uh, Charlotte then arrives in a lovely black dress. Ah! it's not that revealing. I don't really get the big issue at all. I've seen. She's Yeah, she's, it's, it's not for a bridesmaid's dress. She's, yeah, she looks, she it's looks nice. nice. Dress. Yeah, it's a nice dress. Some handsome guy turns up. Um, his, his name is Martin Healy and he's... Such an Irish name, isn't it? Isn't it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the to Goldsmiths on a Thursday night. Yeah. Um, Martin Healy says, Oh, I, are you Charlotte? I'm going to be walking you down the aisle. And Charlotte lights up. She does. This could be the one. Yeah, because in this world, within 10 seconds of meeting somebody, you decide, I want to marry that person. Yeah. I think Madeline and Jeremy have really affected these women. Yeah. Carrie's in the programme and she goes, I barely know them. So why Why are you you in the programme? Why are you there? Just say, no, I don't know you. I'm not going to
1: write a poem about you. (laughs) And like, you know, I am a writer.
0: I mean, as in I am, you know, relatively well-known. Well, I'd be like, yes, well yeah, so I'm a professional writer and you're a fan. I'd be like, yeah, that will be $500, please. But it's ridiculous. Uh, I'd be happy to write a poem for you, yeah, for a fee. Should you pay the musicians, you pay everybody else. It's her wedding gift, writer. even though she doesn't know them. She doesn't know them. Uh, and she's not going to eat the dinner. No. So. She'll have an order. doeuvre So Miranda finally abandons the guest book. Thank God she heard me. Shared the two of us. People know what to do with the guest book, Miranda. Um Madeline and Jeremy are then announced and arrive into their wedding party looking thrilled with themselves. Miranda says to Samantha, six months to find me an end table, but she can plan a wedding at the plaza in four weeks. And Samantha says, Oh, it's not gonna last. Five books says your end table will last longer than her marriage. Why are you people at this wedding? I don't know You go to a friend's Hang wedding on, why is Samantha at it? Why? Because oh, is... she shagged your man No, because No, because she's surprised that he's there Why is Samantha at it? I don't know Is it just that you can't invite the other three And not invite no, Samantha? No, you can It's like our group of fucking friends Yeah Um, <laughs> I don't know
1: I don't know why they're all fucking going to this wedding If you're being all. snide and saying No, it's not going to last Why are you there? It's not going to last. I think it'd be a good idea if Sex and City just scrap and just like that, and then do like episodes. Take like characters that were in the original series, like Madeline, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, they're a bit boring, but like you know, um, or the Jazz Guy, or the one that fell out the window, or well, no, she'd be dead. But you know, just characters. Maybe she not die. Oh, she did die. She did die. <laughs> or I don't know Magda's son if she had a son or just yeah, like like spinoff into big turn off but like you know real gritty like <gasps> NYPD Blues dun, dun. just NY Blues oh, that was Law and Order dun, dun. Um, but you know what I'm saying <gasps> just take characters what happened to Vanessa make it happen like Turtle remember Turtle or Skipper just have the oh, I'd love skippers. I just have the same actors if they're not dead. Yeah. We'll be able to do actors episode. Oh, oh rest in peace. Rest in peace. Blair, Angela could player, Angela Ansbury. Oh Rest in peace. Stop. Um so
0: anyway, that's my idea. Do you think that we could do a little bit of a Murder She Wrote homage in our Patreon? Yeah, we could. I think we should. But we have to do our Lynn Perry, Carnation Street. Okay, we'll put Angela on the list. Right, put where are Put them on the list. Right, so Samantha and Miranda are being snide about the wedding, which they shouldn't be at in the first place. Charlotte's fella is doing a speech. It's a very short and very shit speech. um. But it includes like, oh, I hope I'll find someone to love. And obviously Charlotte thinks that's her. That's me. Um, the bride introduces Carrie, who she says is her favourite writer and she's prepared something for the wedding. And Big is obviously sneering at Carrie. He's like, oh, laughing away as she gets up. And she's like, oh, shit. Why are you doing this? Why it's are you funny. doing it? You don't want to do it. Anyway, she reads the shit poem. And if if you will allow me, I'll, I will read it.
1: Okay.
0: His hello was the end of her ending. <laughs> Her laugh was their first step down the aisle. His hand would be hers to hold forever. (laughs) And here, Charlotte's fella turns and gives Charlotte a meaningful look. His forever was as simple as her smile. Big now takes a call. Leaves the room. Carrie's shook. It hits her here, we hear in voiceover. Two people were committing to a life together and I couldn't get a guy to be on a card with me. Carrie, he is an abuser. mm-hmm was me we... last
1: week saying, I don't know what Big did that was so wrong. But you know what? It's just, he just she asked for it. I'm sorry. Re- she was asking
0: for it. It's his whole she... reason for coming to the wedding was to hear this poem and he leaves literally in the middle of it. But who's calling him? Who's calling him? Why is he answering the phone? Like you just
1: it's embarrassing, but you just turn the phone off. Yeah. Or even you just kinda of get out of uh, the fucking I'll, room. I'll bring it
0: back, okay? No. It could be his mother having a heart attack. Maybe. Um so we return to the reading. Harry gathers herself and continues. Sorry, I'm very emotional to get back into this now. He said she was what was missing. She said instantly she knew she was a question to be answered. And his answer was I do. Well, WB Yeats doesn't have a patch. T.S. Eliot. Emily Dickinson. <laughs> Edward Lear. The poem is not good. for Owen. <laughs> it's not bad. Because someone had to write that poem. The, the it's poem not bad. is like, but it's not good. So the poem is like, you know, maybe somebody in transition year wrote it. Yeah, so for yeah. our American
1: listeners or UK listeners, so like we're talking about 15 16, for, 16. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. Oh, I don't it's think fine. it's the
0: worst, but it's not wonderful. But she's not a poet. She's not a poet. She's not a poet. Anyway, she tries then to pass off her tears as tears of joy. And on we go to the party. The jazz band is playing jazz. Of course, they love a bit of jazz. So they all think. She's crying about Madeleine and uh, Jeremy. She doesn't know these people. Why would she be crying?
1: And like, if you know Carrie Bradshaw, the only emotions she has are to do with herself. And Big. And Big. Yeah. Like, she relates everything back to her and Big.
0: That's the only thing that could squeeze a tear out that exactly. of that woman's Exactly. They don't know Carrie Bradshaw, which is why they should have invited her to the wedding. <laughs> so everyone's cutting a rug to a nice bit of jazz. And Charlotte is deep in conversation with your man. They're talking about how many kids they'd like, dog versus cat. They're weirdos. Which is crazy. And Martin says, Oh, this should be our song. And the piece of music is an instrumental version of Just the Way You Look Tonight. And Charlotte says, Oh, well, then we should dance to it. And they do, and they dance. And she's just gone off in her little dream fantasy. And then stupid Big comes back and says, did I miss anything? And Carrie's like, uh, my poem and most of the reception. Why doesn't
1: she say, listen, sorry, I, I wrote a poem. I know it's crap, but like, you're supposed to be there to support me. I was nervous or I felt like a dickhead. Yeah. Because um, I knew it was shite. You took a phone call. First of all, your phone should have been on silent. mm who was on the phone? Why did you have to leave? I would say who was on the phone but yeah. that was so urgent. What was so important? Probably his wife.
0: Yeah. Mrs. Preston. I don't know.
1: I just feel like, you know, she's just like, mm, yeah, and the whole ceremony, yeah,
0: just typical you. Like, yeah. it is really fucking rude. It's really rude. Especially, like, what are the chances of it just being exactly at that moment? Like, ring them back. You don't think it was a speaking clock? Well, no, that you he, ring the speaking clock. That he set a, a call to ring him at that moment so that he could get yeah. out of the room. If this was an the Christie, I think mm-hmm.
1: he would have. Or, or murder she wrote. Or murder she wrote. He would have. A modern murder she wrote. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have phones in those days. They didn't have cell phones. But, but just, they'd have the spirit of it, though. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, think, uh, yeah, I know rules. that he sent to himself.
0: Yeah. And he was swinging himself all along.
1: Yeah. Um, so he was playing himself in the bathroom until the speech was over,
0: <laughs> and now he won't dance with her. She's like, "Oh, well, you know, a nice slow dance, I'll forgive you." And he's like, "No, <laughs> no." Basically, like, what a dickhead! You've gone to this wedding with her, dance with her, do you know? And she's like, "Okay, then, I'll be at the bar." But you know what? Like, there are just some people who are not
1: good socially, or. They're not good to you know mingle with your friends. Yeah, and they're fine when you're just on your own with them. Yeah. So maybe you should just stop bringing them to to things. When he said, "Oh, I'm not going, I oh, I wasn't invited to the wedding, or oh, I am coming to the wedding. You just go. Listen, you weren't invited, and you're a fucking pillock and you've no man, <laughs> you've no manners. Um, you've so- no manners, and you're right, A <laughs> right, pillock, you're no manners. <laughs> Um, but just say this I don't want you there or I'm just going with the girls
0: yeah it's a girls thing Like god the stress yeah. of bringing him no yeah yeah he ruined her day you know oh well just going to that wedding was a mistake anyway Ah, oh, yeah they shouldn't have been there so at the bar um Carrie uh, no Samantha. Samantha is talking to some man at the bar and she, he says I think I know you from somewhere she says it's very possible we fucked <laughs> And he's not even In her league no. no She's not in his league No he's and not in her league he's disgusting and he turns away He's disgusted away It's Samantha Stop it and Carrie joins Samantha at the bar Anyway And uh, she, I think Samantha's locked is She She's like oh yeah. it's the famous poet Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> Getting a dig in and uh, Carrie says, oh, Big took a call during my poem. It's not important to him. Nothing is important to him. Miranda rocks up laden down with gifts and asks for a hand. And Vanessa, miracle of miracles, Carrie offers to help.
1: I just think she's so broken at this stage because Big took a call that um, <laughs> she's just not in a right frame of mind. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Why is Miranda bringing gifts? I know, I know... She's she because she's the guest book person. She's the gifts in the car person. But why Miranda? Does does, does Madeline? Does she not know another person who like I she grew know. up with or who would do this
0: or hire somebody? I also wouldn't feel even remotely obliged to agree. Like obviously somebody said to her, "Oh, now you have to do this." I'd be like, "No."
1: <laughs> this is the thing that like okay, I'd if you say
0: ca- okay, and then just disappear. yeah, if you can't
1: afford to hire, you know. If you're not Kylie fucking Jenner and you can afford to hire people to, you know, this is the person who fucking picks my nose for me. Yeah. Then if you really need someone to put gifts in a car, you ask your brother or sister. Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I'm so desperate. Like, I I need to put these gifts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Miranda? Martin was faffing around with Charlotte because they see Charlotte. Oh, I just don't know why they just don't say no. I know. Go on. The three women, anyway, see Charlotte heading upstairs with Martin. Uh, Miranda says, if they get married in less than a month, I'm not going to their wedding. Um. Oh, and we also learned that Miranda... So Miranda says this.
1: Yeah. So she goes to Madeline's wedding and won't go to fucking her
0: best friend's wedding. She's just so sick of it all. I know, but still, just say no. We also learned that the present she has given uh, Madeline and uh, Jeremy... It's the dancing frogs. Lovely. That's yeah. A nice game. I'd
1: like that. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously a bitchy move. But Madeline must like it. But she's just re- re-gifting a gift, basically. No, she paid for it. I know, but Madeleine... Madeline
0: chose it, but Madeleine paid for it.
1: I know, but like, if you asked me to design your room and I got you a lovely picture of me naked with my dog and you hand it back to me, I'm
0: going to be like, That's so rude. <laughs> I wouldn't be hanging that picture. In my room. I'd hang it in the sitting room. Yeah. <laughs> <to> oh. <laughs> I should hope so. Above no. the fireplace.
1: Miranda's very bitchy. Um,
0: yes, It was a dig because she was pissed off because she didn't she, say no.
1: She's just pissed off that she all this. She's pissed
0: off, yeah. Uh, but Martin and Charlotte are heading off. Apparently they're decorating the bridal suite with rose petals and whatnot. Can they not get people to do this? Is it not a thing, uh, April? If you're listening, which of course you are, um, is this not a thing at American weddings that the the bridesmaids and the best man and the groomsmen and whatever decorate the the bridal suite? I think it's a thing. Did you, are you awake? No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's not about, like, this podcast is riveting. It's just, I'm just done with this wedding. I'm sorry. I'm so done.
0: Okay, they ride. Right. So they ride on the rose petals. Yeah. And Charlotte was worried that she had made a rookie mistake by sleeping with a man that she thought yes, she might did. marry. No. But let's look at this. A man she thought she might marry. She's crazy. She's, she met him today. I know. But what you happened with Madeline and Jeremy? Him.
1: That's all it is. They oh, just
0: yeah. set
1: this fucking spiral emotion. Yeah. But not to a, worry all of well. into madness. Yeah. Who knew when we heard the name Jeremy,
0: when we heard that he was coming to stay, that this would happen? cause so much trouble. Not to worry, um, Martin is still going to marry her. Um, she gets introduced to his parents, who are also at this wedding. Martin's dad asks Charlotte to dance and feels her butt during the dance. He's like. You're worse than Jeremy when he says he's going to... See. talks with the flash. <laughs> he
1: feels yeah. her butt. Her butt. He her feels bottom. her arse.
0: Her he bottom.
1: feels her hole. He puts his finger up her hole.
0: Oh, no, he doesn't No, do he that. doesn't actually. That's not true. He just
1: gives the cheek a squeeze. Yeah, he touches her arse. And um, she's shocked. The poor
0: mom. Yeah, this guy's a dickhead. He's a prick. Yeah. Um. What's-his-face Martin cuts in and then starts droning on about how wonderful his dad is and that he's his role model. And Charlotte tells him what happened and says, actually, he's just felt me up. And your man basically tells Charlotte to fuck off and Mm. said that uh, my parents have been married for many years and my father isn't going to risk that uh, just because some girl is wearing a slutty dress. It's not that slutty. I don't think it's a bit slutty. No, it's quite classy. Poor mom, then. I'd say that dad does that every fucking day of the week. Every chance he gets. Well, look, if he's going to feel her up so publicly in front of a room full of people, like, people are not blind.
1: Mm hmm. They were back then.
0: The <laughs> 90s, late 90s. Oh. The blind, the old blindness was a scourge. Um, Martin, she realises wasn't going to take her side now after they had kids or ever Dude, you're not going to
1: have kids you met him an hour ago you just shagged him it's fine like. but stop imagining you're going to marry him just because of fucking Jeremy and Madeline. they're obviously ill you're ill Carrie's ill everyone is mentally ill there's nothing wrong being mentally ill no
0: But no it's indeed just, but it's just a fact you know, this is not one floor for the cuckoo's nest this is <laughs> sex and the city so she calls after him as he storms off Did the last four and a half hours mean nothing to you? Which is quite funny. And there is a bit of self-awareness there then from the writers at least that this situation is crazy. Right, back to the meat and potatoes. Carrie and Big. Yeah, what else? We cut to the corridor where Big is hanging out on his own. And when Miranda and Carrie come back from the car, he says, Excuse me, have you seen my date? To carry, oh. insinuating that she's abandoned him. As if he wouldn't be there, like, you know, networking with the businessmen. He would be. Do you know what? Like, I, oh, I, I like yeah. golf. He, do, he could be one of these do you men. like business? Yeah, exactly. I, I think he
1: probably doesn't really have any real banter. I think he's a bit of a Don Draper. Yeah. I don't think he knows who he fucking is. He probably grew into himself as he, you know, hit his 20s and realized, oh, I can get women. I'm mm. suave. I've got money. But he doesn't really have a personality. Like, he's not really that hilarious. There's not really much to him. Mm. And I'd say he just doesn't really know how to mingle. He's got no friends. And he doesn't know who the fuck he is. He orchestrated a fake phone call to himself um, just to fuck up Carrie's brain because, mm. you know, she's reasonably intelligent. She's bright compared to a lot of the people he's probably dated. Mm. He wants to fuck her over. And he doesn't have anything to say for himself.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's what I think. And that's my case.
0: <laughs> what are not... we talking about? Do you know what else he is? A prick? Minus crack. What's minus crack? So somebody's could be good crack. Right? Oh you mean oh sorry, you mean the Irish He's way. negative
1: crack. Oh He's a crack vacuum. Yeah, there's like no one's like, oh Mr. Big
0: is here, we're gonna have a great laugh. Do you know what I mean? He no. doesn't have his tie around his head. No. Sliding along the dance floor on his knees like a seven-year-old. Oh, I hate those types. I know, so but it's a bit of
1: crack. See, I'm not into a bit of a crack. But they only do when they're locked. You see, I don't like that. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I am. Adir- you see, I don't like Mr. Big, but I don't like Asher just having a bit of crack. I don't like a bit of crack. Asher, we're just having a. Fro- Asher,
0: scrub up well. Just having <laughs> a bit of crack. Cheer up. May never happen. No, I don't like that. <laughs> no. Like do that. we need to explain to listeners who aren't Irish what crack is? Um, if you want <laughs> like you can google it it's spelled C-R-A-I-C we've probably said it before not it just a means drug.
1: fun you know yeah. He's up for the- yeah, I'm not into that shit I don't like those men I uh, will just have a bit of crack now We're just having a bit of crack no I don't <laughs> okay. like that I don't like that
0: but he is no crack So,
1: and you don't like Moby and no.
0: his mattress.
1: Okay. No, I think Moby's scabby. I think like why are you sitting on a mattress? Yeah. I bet it's a What happens if mattress. his mother wants to come and stay? No. I don't like Moby. I'm not against him like, but I don't like him. I just think there's a middle I don't think you have to be a sociopath or up for the crack. I think you just you can be I think I'm not up for the crack. I don't think I'm that much of a sociopath. And I think I'm a good laugh. I think I'm crack. quite yeah I'm not up for the crack no no I'm not up for the crack but we've had some mighty I think times I'm I think I'm pleasant company you are do you know what I'm saying
0: we've had some mighty good times yeah but I'm not time. just up for the crack no okay All I'm right, not then. a full time mad bastard no do you know what I mean no so that's what I think you much classier than that sure. yeah um okay so anyway well big as a crack vacuum anyway Negative crack yeah. No fun So Are you ready to go? He says to Carrie Like Jesus Christ Now Irish wedding When does it end? Still going on Never She's not really ready to go She's like Oh they haven't even cut the cake And she says Look if you want to go Just go And he's like What's wrong? What's wrong? And she says You wouldn't even sign the card And you know what noise he makes? He goes Oh
1: but he knew, but he knew that. It wasn't like he knew he was being difficult. He knew that he was doing something that was going to annoy her.
0: He did because he goes, he made the noise. And he, went, he made the noise. Oh, the card. Like he As knew that was a bone of contention. I knew this was going to come up. Content. But why did,
1: why did you say it? Like, why are you Just deliberately being annoyed? Your annoying? name on a piece of paper, big. Well, I, see, I don't get that. Just be accommodating. Mind you,
0: she got so excited about the toothbrush. <laughs> Maybe he saw that. She would have lost her actual mind if he'd signed the card. She would have fucking keeled over. Maybe he
1: knew that. Maybe he knew. Maybe he saw her when she was doing her little jig of fucking delight when she got the toothbrush and he came in unbeknownst to her and he was like, this girl is nuts. If I signed that fucking card, I'm signing my life away. Maybe. But personally, I think he knew what he was doing. He just wanted to fucking create... Confusion yeah. and um uncertainty in her little brain and he enjoys it, he
0: gets a kick out of it. Yeah. Anyway. Um so yeah, he's having none of it. And she says, I'm afraid that we don't want the same things. But you knew that last season. Um and he's like things like cake. He just wants this conversation to be over, basically. But anyway, so she's like it's like so boring. Yeah. She said, uh I want someone who's going to be with me until the end. And the there's end a of pause. What? Well, there's a pause here, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And she can see in his eyes that he's like, "Uh oh," and she goes, "Of a wedding." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says, "Okay, I'll stay." And she said, "You will," in a grateful little voice. And like, then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's over anyway. Like it's over. It gets to the throwing the bouquet. There's an announcement made that the bouquet is about to be thrown. I used to love this bit when I was younger. I
1: just thought this is brilliant. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go to a wedding and I'm going to do, do this. that. Yeah. It's so they they go
0: in and they're standing in the crowd. Why are you even there? If you if you think this is so stupid, um, the bouquet lands in front of the four of them and they look at it and then look at each other and say, okay, bye. And they don't pick it up, and they they don't make any moves to pick it up. Why are you standing? You can you can stand elsewhere in the room. I know. Like, so they're standing right in the path of the bloody bouquet. Yeah. You don't have to stand there because they want that
1: to happen because they want to make a point.
0: But they're all, with the possible exception of Samantha, they're all kind of mad about marriage. I know. So why not? I know. Catch the bouquet. They all want commitment. Yeah.
1: But they don't want to admit that they want it. Well, Charlotte kind of does, but, you know. Yeah,
0: Charlotte wears her heart on her sleeve. Yeah, but um, she's
1: done at this stage.
0: Yeah. because She gets hurt time and time again when she puts herself out there. Yeah. So now, Carrie feels some kind of victory here for some unknowable reason. And she starts to waffle and voice over and it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. She says, Some people know they're meant to be together. I knew... I was meant to go home and have cake in bed with Big. Oh, no. No.
1: He wanted to leave. First of all, you spent no time with him at that wedding. Uh-huh. When you're doing the speech or the poem, he legged it, the fake phone call. It took him ages to come back. He didn't come back in at the end of your speech. He was, like, you were sitting there having cake. I think a lot of time had lapsed. Mm-hmm. There was no sign of him. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Then you're putting gifts in, or you went to the bar Put gifts in the car at Miranda and he was waiting for you. Didn't spend any time with him at the wedding. He didn't sign the card, didn't sign the guest book, uh, wanted to go home.
0: Then he said he'd stay and then you guys left. He said he'd stay under duress. Yeah. Now, in real life, you'd be like, what do you mean you're going? You're not fucking going. We're at this wedding together. <laughs> I'd just let him go. And hang out with the girls. I would. Just yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, still in the residence bars. Exactly. Half four. Oh, God. Um, Are you saying, oh, God, at the thought? No, I'm, no ma- I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> I oh. don't know if that'll ever be a part of my life ever again. Residence bars? Because I don't think I have the stamina. No, I don't. I'd be I think bed. I do at the time, but I think I'll be
1: dead the next day. Yeah, I, I'd be I think dead. I'd be dead for a week. Yeah, I, I'd know. Yeah. just be found
0: dead. Um, anyway, she says, maybe we're more of the fuzzy glove types. So this is referencing Bigs. Mocking earlier on of her poem writing. Well, sorry. It was right to mock her poem writing. Yeah, and his...
1: They're kind of on a par. To be honest. Yeah. It's kind of just as bad. They're both as bad as each other. Yeah. In terms of literary skills. Fine. Um, <sighs> that's the end. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this episode. I, it just left me cold. I think at the time I probably loved it because it was a wedding and it was a bouquet. And, you know...
0: I just thought um, it was very messy. I liked, as you did at the time, I really liked that bouquet scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, what think... did you realise? Oh, do you know what I realised? I realised during the course of this episode that not only are you a wonderful actress and podcaster and person and friend, you're quite the artist. Oh yes, I've been doodling. You have. Would yeah. you like to talk us through what you've created? I'm um, just gonna go on our social. I'm not allowed to say so, sorry.
1: Um I just wrote the name Bruce Forsyth and then I just put him in a box. So I don't know if that's like his coffin. Poor Brucey. And then I drew a picture of an angry person that's like kind of in a like a TV, but it's like almost like a Dalek. Yeah. And um self-portrait. And portrait of Mary. <laughs> I look like Pikachu you do and there's one that looks like Iris so yeah
0: sign of genius so people do it is and I think what we're going to do is put these images on our social media and have our listeners analyse them
1: yes or Mm. I can send you the originals and I can lick them or something for like 10 euro
0: 10's a bit a little bit low oh uh 20 so we'll
1: copy for 10 and then if you give me 20 i'll give you the originals okay
0: done okay listeners i'll piss on it
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway um suddenly i realized i need to take better notes because i don't know what i'm talking about sorry i was a bit absent for this episode because i was trying to decipher what i was saying i did look at this episode last week a lot's happened nothing's happened but anyway, also suddenly I realized—maybe I knew this already. I think I've said this before, so maybe it isn't suddenly I realized. But suddenly I'm reminded that Carrie needs to fucking go to telephone etiquette classes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. 100%. It's not just the timing;
1: it's the it's the the manner. It's how she um how she talks on the phone, introduces herself, but she doesn't just, introduce herself. No, she doesn't. That's what I mean. Yeah, the
0: absence of introduction or saying goodbye. No, she. Although that's you know. a common thing, common trope. I say goodbye. No, in film and TV, I mean. Not in life. Oh, will you think? too? Okay, bye, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye. Anyway, a uh, bagometer. Okay, have you got it there? Yeah, you do. I can see you have it obviously. Is it a bit Sorry. <laughs> <rusty? laughs> <laughs> Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. 4.2. It's high enough now. It is high. It is high because... Like any, if you're even on the gee bagometer, it's a bad sign. Yeah. Even if you're a one. Um, and obviously the gee bagometer is, is waiting for the, the big, like the big whammy. like when she got uh, Samantha out of the bath yes. to tell her she kissed Aiden. Or to tell her as well that she was moving her into a different hotel room. That's another fucking story. Mm-hmm. Um, We probably need six episodes of our podcast to delve into that but um she's so self-absorbed yeah in this episode and pathetic yeah she's very pathetic which is very annoying and i think it's it's probably not her fault but i just think it's so annoying
0: yeah
1: i think it frustrates us so i don't know if she's gee baggy as she is Uh, yeah she is gee baggy but i think what the gee bag ometer does it senses our frustration and irritation and annoyance. Yeah. And that transfers onto the data so that we're, you know, twirling our little arrow. Um,
0: the engineers that built this contraption were very good. Yeah, well, they feed off
1: yeah. our emotion. Yeah. So, yeah, it's quite high. I didn't think it's it'd be this high, high, but I think it's more because she's very annoying. Mm. Um, They're
0: all a bit annoying in this. <laughs> Anyway, so I don't think Samantha is No she's not annoying She's perfect as always I'm not um, the worst at art actually but anyway. No you're brilliant No I'm not brilliant Mary don't lie You're better Look put it this way You're better at art Than Carrie Bradshaw is at poetry <laughs> That's not a compliment It means nothing And on that note I'll Say good day Good day to you sir. Bye
1: Thank you for listening you can contact us on suddenlyirealised at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Please subscribe to Suddenly I Realised on Patreon.com. Cover art is by the very talented Patrick Kinsler, whose work you can find on craftypads.com.